Soul Sibling, it's Sunday morning. I'm sitting here at my piano. I'm looking from my piano bench straight across the piano at the patio door, glass doors, looking onto my Zen patio with an avocado tree. Unfortunately, the avocado tree was cut down and pillaged and, but new growth is spontaneously coming up on the withered branches. And the sun is shining straight in on me. So I feel the warmth and the light of the sun. And I'm playing music. I wanted you to hear it. La Nouvoie des Pâtes, Alexandra Streleski. I can't get enough. time away is returning to the piano, taking all the details, all the theater I saw, all the moments with Harvey Rose, with my friends on the East Coast, the cold, the winter, and it moves into my music and to my continued next step on the piano. Anyway, here I am with some exciting news. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to Viral Mindfulness, the podcast. I am your host, Alexander Bluefeather. It's 2023. I'm here for a weather check. I've got some light, love, and insight for you. Beep, beep, boop, 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 boop. I was making robot sounds, alien sounds, android, droids, like from Star Wars sounds, R2-D2 and C-3PO. <laughs> it was really cute. Harvey Rose doesn't know much about them yet, and I was teaching her about them. It was so fun to hear her say C-3PO, R2-D2. So welcome, friends. My first podcast episode of 2023. I have been on the East Coast and I've been back here. This is day seven. And I certainly miss my Harvey and her dads and the cats and my East Coast space and family. And my heart holds a lot these days. I feel like one of the lessons or insights that I observed in real time with Harvey Rose, and I'm going to tell you about this really sweet experience in just a second, was a embodiment and 
like a situation that showed me that open-hearted living, when one's heart is open, that maybe how that expression, the behaviors, the emotion, the physical manifestation of that open heart, whether it's a perceived negative or positive, a breakdown, a breakthrough, jumping up and down with joy, banging your feet and hands and screaming in horror, is it possibly the same thing? Meaning at the core, at your core, at the weather, the climate, are you present and open-hearted? So often I feel like one of the ninja techniques is learning to be present to whatever shows up in our life instead of directing your experience to what it is you want to be experiencing you're receptive you're open you're inclusive to what you actually are experiencing so here's what happened i was with harvey rose and it was our last saturday our last weekend together a little over a week ago saturday we were playing and usually about three days before i leave I start telling her that, okay, I'm leaving um, on this day and I'm going to fly on a plane and go back to California. And we play and we do art and we do all our things and I talk to her about it. And then when we're playing and doing art and interacting, uh, I I instigate, I introduce, I should say, I introduce play and ideas and topics so that we can process together in those activities. And funny enough, I had an affirmation of this from a sweet friend who reached out this last week and she reminded me and her words inspired the contract that I have made with Harvey Rose. That there is a contract that I have made with her, whether it started before she came and in addition to the forging of a relationship, it's there. And children, especially her age, are working things out in their play and their art and with their behaviors. They don't know how to express everything. And so that's where they get to have like mm, a canvas, a sandbox, play, imagination, art, and their behaviors, how they behave and react and respond is another place for them to work it out. So here we are on this Saturday morning, just the two of us, and we're playing with her tree friends. There's this little tree that pops up and down, tree tots, and there's squirrel friends and owl friends and bird friends. And I was mother and she was sister, or Red Red was her name. And we were playing in the house and then all of a sudden the bed became like an alien and was like, causing chaos and left the treehouse and then red red or sister my daughter went looking for the the alien the alien bed and we were playing and then at some point she's on the other side of the treehouse sitting against the wall and she's lost she told me she's lost and so i mother and i'm home and i'm wondering where my daughter red red is and so i started singing a song and it's not uncommon at all for us to sing together and make up lyrics and play 
And so I'm singing the song about my daughter, and I'm singing that she'll come home soon, and I'll be here for her. I don't know what the tone, I don't know what the tune was or the lyrics, but she was in it. I was in it. We were in real time, and she's listening. I looked up at her a couple times, and then I kind of got lost in my own moment. It takes me right to the stage. I'm in the garden, and my flowers will be here, my daughter, for you. When you return, I'll be here. I'll plant these flowers. And I was in it, and I look up, and (laughs) she has these big old tears in her eyes. And then when I acknowledge her, and we kind of break from this flow, she starts to cry. And it wasn't like this breakdown, like, it was just this tender, sweet, vulnerable, like, she just started to cry just to weep. And I reached for her and she responded. And I said, Oh, honey, I said, Oh, Harvey, come here. I'm like, did you feel that? Um, Oh, I know I felt that too. We were playing and we were singing about love and lost and finding each other and she just cried and I brought her into my arms and we were sitting on the, f- the hardwood floor next to the little tree and she just cried and I held her for maybe close to 10 minutes and I didn't want to say too much. I asked her if she wanted to tell me what was happening and she just cried and rubbed her eyes and I just kind of validated that feelings and emotions are big and they move through us and that I feel lots of things and it's okay to feel what you're feeling and I'm here for you and I love you and I I can get you anything you want right now. <laughs> it was so sweet. And so what it got me to th- what it got me thinking about what's the difference if your heart's open and you start you respond that way the way Harvey did in that moment. What if your heart's open and you're just like, yes, so amazing. And you're just like full of like energy and you're on the flip side. Maybe it's a lot more similar at the core and at the heart. An open heart, a vulnerable heart, regardless of what the weather looks like on the outside. And I I know that I'm super attached at times and dependent on what I'm portraying what other people are seeing it's not as easy for me sometimes to be in the depressed or the worried the fearful uh the overwhelmed by grief or another one is feeling overwhelmed for me about the future financially or the future with health and my body and what's to play out in the latter decades and i just think that For me, I took from that moment that I want to live open-hearted and I want to be more inclusive and open to give myself the space and the room to feel open-hearted and to not be attached to what that manifestation or that physical expression of my open heart looks like in any given day, month, or season. Yeah, I love her so much. She's such a fun part of my life. So I miss her and I'm also really happy to be home. I love Southern California and I'm working hard and I have a lot of exciting things happening. And in fact, that brings me to you. 
Um, I've been talking over the last couple months with my new website launch and some of the offerings that are on my website that I would be opening up group therapy reimagined. I like to think of it as therapeutic mentoring or a wise circle. I've been a part of several wise circles now over the last three years, and I'm so impressed by the dynamics and the equality in it and sort of the rhythm, cadence, and peace and insight that can be forged in a circle where there's less of that that authoritative voice, the person who knows and has all the answers or the therapist or the doctor. And so I've, I've taken what I've learned and I've put it into this upcoming Midwinter's Wise Circle. And enrollment just opened a couple days ago. And what that means, enrollment or tuition, this is Viral Mindfulness Academy. Uh, I am going to be in my 50s, which I turned 50 this summer. I will be teaching online and I will be traveling around in person doing different events and building this Viral Mindfulness Academy as a place that offers digital workshops and wise circles and seasonal offerings and recitals and art. And here we are with a Midwinter's Wise Circle. And you're more than welcome and invited to participate. I would love to have you join. I put together a video Uh, It's about seven minutes. There's a landing page at my website with details. The price, it's $300 for five weeks. It starts Saturday, February 25th, and it will go every Saturday till March 25th for five weeks. So we will meet for 90 minutes on Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. Pacific time, 9 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. That will be our weekly live time together on Zoom in circle and the format's awesome and i talk a little bit about that and the other offerings every wednesday i'll be dropping a video that will be our weekly practice lab we'll be focusing on writing practice and movement practice and music practice and i'll be sharing with you some of the beautiful insights i've learned about being dedicated and setting up practices that i continually draw from so if you'd like to know more you can head over to my website at viralmindfulness.com forward slash circle. And if you land on my homepage, you'll see up in the navigation an announcement bar that'll take you right to the page you need to be on. I'd love for you to pop over and listen to the video. It's seven minutes. I recorded it this weekend sitting in my living room. And I'll share with you in that video some insight about my emotional wintering and some of the insights I learned from Adi Ashanti this last month, listening to his Dharma talks. He's been on sabbatical for a year and he finally returned with some gorgeous ideas about winter and how winter is such a great time to wither down to the essential. And I'm still wintering. I am not celebrating New Year's until spring, the first day of spring, which will be happening during this wise circle my my new year's if you know that's what I want to call it but I'd love for you to at least just pop over to my website take a peek even if you're not able to do Saturdays or interested at this time the short video has some really beautiful juicy thoughts about 
drawing from the last few weeks of winter. We still have a good five to six weeks of winter left. And we are nature ourselves, and we are drawn and aligned with this natural rhythm that's happening with winter right now in the Western Hemisphere. So don't doubt your experience and head over to my website, viralmindfulness.com circle. If you have any questions and you are interested but want to speak with me um, one-on-one and just kind of touch base, you're welcome to reach out to me at alexander at viralmindfulness.com. And I'm more than happy to hop on a call, a 20-minute phone call, and help you make that decision. If this is a, the time for you to be in a wise circle with me, maybe a different season in your life would work better. Uh, but I just want you to know those those things are available to you. So welcome back to my world, to this podcast. I will be in touch very soon, and I'm wishing you all kinds of peace and light, warmth and love from my heart to yours. Be well, my soul sibling. See you soon. A Midwinter's Wise Circle is open. I'm now enrolling students. Seats are limited. Head over to viralmindfulness.com forward slash circle and get all the details and grab yourself a seat.